Star Wars 7x7 episode 3183. So these episodes you and I enjoy together, they tend to be on the short side, right? But every once in a while I get to open up the throttle and go long as it were, and I got an opportunity to do that on the Hyperspace Heroes podcast, and I'm going to share an excerpt of that conversation here with you today. Punch it! Hey, Ripple Razor. I'm Alan Voivod, and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy. And thank you so much for joining me for it. So, a while back, I got an invite from Brown Leader of the Hyperspace Heroes podcast, subtitled The Legend of Brown Squadron. Brown Leader, along with his two co-hosts, Scruffy and Droid Bait, or DB for short, describe themselves as three OG Star Wars fans trying to make their way in the Star Wars podcast universe. And they very kindly invited me on the show for a High Republic discussion to kind of go over what's happened in Phase 1 and Phase 2 and things that we might have to look forward to in Phase 3. But they also had a couple of personal questions to ask as well and some fun conversation about collecting and Star Wars memories. And for them, one of the conventions that they're particularly keeping an eye on is ICCC in Nashville. So they've got updates about that as well. And they said it would be cool if I shared an excerpt of our conversation here with you. So that's what I've got for you on the podcast today. Just a bit of the conversation that kicks off episode 39 of the Hyperspace Heroes podcast. And I'll post links to where you can find the entirety of the episode and that whole High Republic 101 conversation in the blog post for this show's episode at SW7X7.com and in the show notes as well. For now, though, here we go. Here's an excerpt from my conversation with Brown Leader and Droid Bait and Scruffy from the Hyperspace Heroes podcast. And the reason I reached out to you uh, to talk about it is because you talk about everything, like you said, everything Star Wars. Um, and uh, so we wanted to bring you on to talk about High Republic, and we're going to do that in a minute. But uh, one thing that we ask all of our guests uh, when they come on the show for the first time is, what does Star Wars mean to you? So my answers to that are probably not going to be unfamiliar. <laughs> but two things that jump to mind are hope and found family. And so for me, Star Wars has always been just a very hopeful thing. It taught me to kind of consider the idea that there was something available to me that was greater than the life that I had been born into. So I grew up in um, the suburbs of the San Fernando Valley in California, where um, when I was growing up, the per capita suicide rate of people in the valley was the highest in the nation and it was a situation where you you kind of either were going to live there your entire life or you were not going to live there your entire life to you know put it kind of bluntly and so to be able to get out in my own way and not that it's a terrible place necessarily but there must be something about it that is just you know not that great to rack up that kind of statistic but i managed to be able to learn how to dream thanks to Star Wars and to be able to hope for a better you know, life and more exciting possibilities for my own life. So that's part of it. And the other part of it is the found family aspect of it. I grew up with um, a single mom and no contact with my dad, no brothers and sisters, no nothing. So a very small family, just a, a grandmother and then you know, family, uh, like a cousin and an aunt and uncle, like up in Northern California, 400 miles away. So I had a really small family to work with and to see how 
know, in a story where people could, you know, find each other and find common cause with each other and build friendships that way. That was also very heartwarming to me, very inspiring to me. And so those are the things that I particularly carry with me when it comes to Star Wars. That's awesome. Yeah. And like you said, kind of a familiar thing. And uh, I think, and you mentioned something in there about your imagination and, and I, it's something that we, I know we we're going to talk about on an upcoming episode is, is uh, the value. And I think for our generation, the, the value of headcanon um, mm. and, and what we as first generation fans, it, it really created in us as a generation, I think. Um, and how I think it, is just as important to Star Wars as anything else is that Lucasfilm actually produces. Um, but no, great answer, great answer. And uh, well, uh, thank you. Thank you for sharing that. We really appreciate that. Yeah. Um, guys, did you have any other follow-up questions before we jump into High Republic? Yeah, I do. What, what What's your first Star Wars memory? I would say it's walking into the Toys R Us in, um, I think it was in Panorama City, if I'm not terribly mistaken, um, and just the wall of Star Wars figures. And to my memory, the thing was 15 feet high, like just went sky high and was just you know, completely stocked as opposed to what you see when you go to your local store <laughs> these days. But like, I I distinctly remember walking in. I don't have a memory of seeing Star Wars in the theater. I don't have a memory of seeing Empire in the theaters either. My first memory of one in the theater is Jedi. But, um, but I remember going into Toys R Us and I can tell you, like, I have a strong memory of exactly where in that Toys R Us the Star Wars figures are or would have been. It's since been torn down. It doesn't exist anymore. But like I knew like the exact aisle it was toward the back and I was making a beeline for it every time we walked in there. It didn't matter if I was able to get anything or not. I just wanted to sit there and go and stare and wonder at all of it. That is really my first Star Wars memory. That, well, that's a relatable. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, clearly you're a collectible based collector based on what's going on behind you there. What what was your first figure? Do you remember that? Oh gosh, um, I do not. Um, it'll definitely be one of the original twenty four. Um, but uh, yeah, I can't say for sure. Yeah, I, I can't remember mine either. But it just amazes me how some people can. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I had that case. I had the case. Do you remember the case? It was like the two trays that you would stack yep. on top of each other and it had like, you know, um, like four across the top and four across the bottom that were the same height. And then on the ends, it had two that were taller for yep. Chewbacca and um, uh, IGD. And yes, exactly. And the smaller ones for the droids like that. Yeah. And the I remember being obsessed because the little insert that they put into there, it had three stormtroopers in the picture. And I was like, I have to have three stormtroopers because <laughs> this is what's in this thing. So, <laughs> okay. That, so, that, welcome to my next mission. Uh, as soon as I complete the figure collection, I, I only have four left to get. Oh. Uh, and then uh, my next mission is to get the first uh, case I remember having, which was the uh, the first final case uh, mm -hmm. from A New Hope, and actually doing just that. Ah. As I, I have the sheets that the. The inserts that went in there mm -hmm. and actually fill that thing full of figures like the inserts so yeah oh yeah well good luck with that and what are you I'm missing i'm gonna need it 
Uh, I am missing uh, Han Carbonite, uh, mm-hmm. uh, Luke Stormtrooper, Yak Face, of course, and mm. EV-99. Gotcha. All right. Well, if you've got a Monomon, you're doing pretty well. Yes. Uh, actually, my Amanaman is from when we were kids. A Monomon, Amanaman. I still have mine from when we were kids. Nice. And it's still in beautiful shape. Wonderful. That's awesome. A lot of, lot of the figures I have are from when we were kids, so... I still have a few, but I sold a lot of my collection to pay for my wedding reception. <laughs> oh, yeah. Which was really, I mean, I'm perfectly happy with that two decades later, so I, I oh, still have absolutely. no issue about having done that. Right. But I still do have a few very select things. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. And there you go. That's an excerpt from my conversation with Brown Leader and Droid Bait and Scruffy from the Hyperspace Heroes podcast. And again, I will have it linked in the blog post of the show's episode at sw7x7.com and in the show notes as well if you want to listen to the entire conversation. For now, that is going to do it for this episode of this podcast. It just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for it. As always, and may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. 7x7 is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited, but their respective trademark and copyright holders may the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2021 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.